Welcome to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network, a show that streams health, happiness, and hope to the kidney community. You can download all Kidney Talk shows from iTunes and find a variety of resources to help you navigate this illness at rsnhope.org. Please welcome your host, Lori Hartwell, who has lived with kidney disease since the age of two. Well, welcome to Kidney Talk, everyone. Today, we're going to be speaking about a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. It's transplantation. It's kidney transplantation. It's the gift of life. And I'm very lucky to have the gift of life. I received my last kidney was a living donor transplant from my stepsister. We need living donors. We need people to decide to be an organ donor. And it really makes a difference in the lives of people who are on dialysis or have kidney failure. So today, I'm very excited. We have Dr. John Gill. He is the past president of the American Society of Transplantation, and he's currently the deputy editor of the American Journal of Transplantation. Um, thank you, uh, Dr. Gill, for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure, Lori. Great to be with you. And and just for the audience, I'm I'm in uh, snowy Vancouver, Canada. That's where I'm. Uh, I'm looking out my window, and there's some snow on the ground here. Uh, well, you know, today we're going to be talking about a, a program that the American Society of Transplantation created called the Living Donor Circle of Excellence. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So the Living Donor Circle of Excellence is, in simple terms, an employee employer recognition program. And the idea is that any company, big or small, who simply takes their uh, work leave policy and does two things. Number one, specifies living kidney donors as being included in that and then provides salary support for living donors while they recover from their donor surgery. And we set the bar pretty low um, because we want it to be inclusive. Uh, if they simply take their work leave policy and say, if we have a donor who we employ uh, who chooses to donate a kidney, we're going to cover their salary for a minimum of four weeks at 80% of their salary. We provide education about hopefully employers will fully support their donors, but we wanted to make it an inclusive program. And so companies that simply sign off and, and for many companies, you know, this is a no brainer because, um, you know, the donor rate among employed people is, is, pretty low. It's about three and a half to four per hundred thousand employed persons. So unless you're a massive company, you're not, you know, this is not something that's going to cost you money up front. And it's a way that you can show, you know, support for your employee, but more importantly, demonstrate that you understand how important living donors are. And if you do that, you're in the circle of excellence. And so there's perks to being in that, which we can talk about later. But in a nutshell, that's what the program is. Have companies been receptive or, you know, who is the point of contact? Because I guess if people are listening and they want to get their, you know, they want, well, I want my company to be in this. <laughs> so we, we started this in the middle of COVID, right? Not a great time to launch a big thing. You know, employers are under stress and, and all that stuff that came along with the pandemic. Um, but, you know, uh, we first reached out to our, you know, established partners, right? AST has lots of links with companies, most of them working in the healthcare sector. Um, but what's been really exciting is, is that companies who don't know anything about transplantation 
have have uh, started to really catch on and become members of the circle. And there's really two ways that we're doing that. The first is for every company that signs on, we say, fantastic, you've done this great thing. It's kind of like the old shampoo commercial. Now go get us two more, go tell two of your friends. So literally, you know, we had, uh, you know, personal connection with, with someone in the mining industry and they now have, you know, spread the word, if you will, amongst other people that they work with in that sector. So that's one way we're doing it. But the other potentially more powerful way we're doing it is through the AST's living donor community of practice, we're getting the program into the hands of the uh, donor advocates and the social workers who are counseling people who are considering kidney donation in real time. And the idea there is, is, is that you know, for people who have to go ask their employer, because, you know, most people are either taking unpaid days off or they're using bank vacation time, which isn't really what should be happening. Um, but this is then like an icebreaker, if you will. You can, if you're thinking about, if you're working up as a kidney donor, you can then take this to your employer and say, hey, if you support me, guess what? You'll be in the circle of excellence. And, and uh, then there's perks to that. So, uh, so those are the two strategies we're doing it. So we're doing it very much at a sort of grassroots level through the transplant programs, but also every company, our biggest thing is, is we, we want companies to spread the word about this and, and that's happening. So that's pretty exciting. Well, you know, I think one of the messages too is somebody who's considered donating a kidney going to their employer. And I don't know about you, but if I had an employee that was thinking about donating a kidney, I'd want to keep them. <laughs> That kind of shows their character <laughs> and, you know, that they're thinking about somebody and other than themselves. Well, you know, it's interesting, you know, you would think that that tells you something about your employee, right? But I think the, uh, but the other part of it, right, I mean, one of the things we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to remove a barrier that right. we know is a significant one for people. Like the financial costs of donation are not insignificant for a donor. And, you know, we have reimbursements uh, programs for out-of-pocket expenses and stuff like that, but salary is still a big, let's right. just call it a big matzo ball that's hanging out there, right, that isn't really covered off uniformly by employers. And um, and, and so, you know, the, the other piece about it, which is really, I didn't really appreciate is, you know, when you break your leg or something, you know, you go to your employer and say, this happened to me, and it's a no-brainer, you get time off, right? Right. But think, this is kind of a different health uh, uh, issue, right? It's almost like a, uh, I want to say the word, it's a, you're choosing to do it. It's like a self-inflicted uh, kind of issue. And, and so it can be viewed as, well, maybe that person isn't really invested in the company or in a very competitive environment, they might be passed over for a promotion. So part of what we're trying to do here is normalize this as any other healthcare encounter that employers would cover off. So that's a big part of, of why the program's important. Well, I mean, and it's it also uh, is a non-threatening way to talk about it, which is exactly what you said. I mean, RSN created a whole campaign called Share Your Spare, and it's made a whole it's made with, you know, we have two stuffed kidneys and little booklets and we send a kit out. And it's a conversation yeah. starter. And, you know, people have gotten transplanted off of this kit because it's hard. Absolutely. It's hard to talk about this. It's a hard subject to say, you know, to ask for a kidney. It's a hard subject to talk to your I mean, yeah, it's, it's a difficult subject. 
It's worse than that, right? You know, because um, many patients who need a kidney, right, they may know somebody who could potentially donate to them, but they think about, you know, the financial implications and they go, you know, that person who I know who might do this for me is, you know, struggling to make ends meet and they're in a new job or they're, you know, or they don't have a lot of money and then they're going to, so people are reluctant to approach donors because they, they feel like they might be not in addition to just, you know, the sort of huge issue of asking, but they also are aware that, you know, people might have to take a financial hit. And I think that that's another, uh, you know, really uh, uh, motivating reason for this, for this program. Well, and it just it just makes so much sense because, you know, I'm sure there's incidences when, you know, somebody did give a kidney in this program. And then what an incredible motivational story for that company that they they were part of that story. They made that happen by, you know, being part of the circle of excellence. You know, it's uh, it's a great PR move, I would say. For them, well, it it, it really it, it it really is, and and for most of the companies, it's really interesting when when you sort of go back and you say, okay, how did we bring that company into the circle? A lot of it at this stage, you know, well, I hope you get the chance to talk about how big the program is and how quickly it's growing. But a lot of it does take that personal reach out, right? And that's a really important. That's one of the main reasons why being able to speak with you here. We're trying to get people, you know, helping us disseminate the word about, you know, and I jokingly say, it, you know, we want mom and pop's pizza shop and we want Microsoft right in this program. So all of us interact with companies. We all know people who are in leadership roles or even own small businesses. Doesn't matter how big or small, we're trying to change the narrative here. Um, and it does take that sort of personal connection, right? Where sort of break through. And, um, and then once you talk to people, it's really a no brainer for companies. Um, but you got to have that initial sort of connectivity. Well, and I mean, I can think of, of several companies right now, when just speaking to you that would probably, you know, I, I imagine they would do this. One of the, um, there's a company called Salesforce. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They have a living donor who was transplanted there, gave one of our members a kidney, and they right. came to us, and um, we created this transplant dashboard on our website, took all the data from the government sites and made it actually where a patient could understand it. And they, they donated, like, um, the, the team at Salesforce, and a big shout-out to them is they donated hundreds of hours to RSN to get the data right. That's amazing. And it became part of the company story. Uh, they launched it at a national meeting, and we're really proud of it that that the people at the company made this happen. And, you know, it's a little step in, the, in a direction, well, you know? I'm glad you I'm I'm glad you brought that up, uh, uh, Lori, because you know the third way to bring companies in is many companies, you know, have already supported the donor right long before right. the existence of the circle of excellence, and so sort of retrospectively bringing those companies in. First of all, recognizing that hey, they've already done this, um, and they might do it again in the future. But again, that is another very powerful way. So when I do talk to recipients who still have a link to, you know, their employer and so forth, I say, Hey, wow, what a great thing that we could now recognize that generous uh, support that, that it, that had come forward at the time, even if it predated the circle. So bringing past companies in would be fantastic uh, way to grow the circle. 
Well, we'll definitely have to chat afterwards. Um, and you know, oh, I love it. <laughs> and April is a really good month to kind of put it on everybody's radar because April is Organ Donor Awareness Month, so it's a perfect lead-in to say, hey, we got, you know, everybody wants to do something, you know, when there's a day named after it, right? Everybody's got to go get ice cream on ice cream day, right? Exactly. You know, it's just a really good opportunity. So, so let's just play this out. Let's say I'm, uh, let's just say I'm Microsoft. I'm just going to believe for a second that I am the leader of Microsoft. Um, And let me just tell my staff to just, just take a break. (laughs) And, uh, and I'm going to spend some time with uh, Dr. Gill. And, you know, what do I need to do as a company? What do I sign contracts? What do I do? Yeah, it's ve- it's very simple. So we're we're pretty uh, flexible. Uh, so many companies, right? So every company's got different considerations, and for some companies, their existing work leave policy may already meet the sort of minimum uh, standard to be in the circle of excellence. But we do want those companies to specify living donation for all the reasons we've already talked about. So if you've already got a program that you just have to say, hey, we're just going to single this out as a, as a thing. And the most important thing for those companies is, is they're not convincing a donor um, uh, to, to do it, right? So that, that's a common question. Like, are we sort of, sort of uh, do we have a role in sort of promoting this because we're uncomfortable with that or that's not really our thing? And I'm like, no, this is people who've decided to do it. Um, if they come forward, they then know that, that, you know, their company is covering them off. The second piece of it for employers, which is important, is we um, allow very pragmatic um, sort of limitations, right? It, this is currently for full-time employees. So you have the ability to say, you know, this is people who are working for us full-time and for people who've been employed with you for a minimum period of time. And we're not very prescriptive about that with companies. We let them decide but we're very flexible. This is not about, it's about trying to make it easy for companies to come on board. Similarly for very big companies, and we have some companies that have over 350,000 employees, they can um, cap in any one year the amount of support that they may provide. So we have a team basically at AST that will work with the company to either modify their existing um, plan or to create one from scratch. So we've got templates. We also have some HR folks who um, have volunteered their time to help uh, companies navigate the, 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 the sort of process. But really, um, our goal is to work with companies, make it work for them. The deal on the back end is, is every year, um, once you sign up, you get some perks, and we'll talk about that in a second. But every year, AST reaches out to the company to say two things. Number one, are you still good to be part of the, the circle? So just validating the willingness to continue. And then we ask, um, because we're trying to actually measure the impact of this, has anybody come forward, uh, inquired about it, or actually donated in your company? And that's how we get the data of the impact of, 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 uh, in real time of, of what's happening uh, with the program. Well, and, you know, how many people have gotten transplanted, do you think, as a result of this program? So I, this, I love bragging. So this is really pretty, pretty exciting. So we have um, now, I think, about 95 companies in the program. That's over, well over uh, 2 million employed persons covered. And I believe that 62 donors have actually had their salary covered off. So um, you know, this is a this is a new program, and so this is 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 catching on, and we're very excited about it. And and 
the the real and compelling thing about it is 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 that 62 people now some of those people i'm sure would have donated anyways but we hope it made it better and we're 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 trying to get those stories as part of the uh the promotion of the circle um uh but that's those are the numbers as of sort of today well, and, you know, I just think about the educational benefit, you know, put everything aside, but just bringing awareness, having somebody give a kidney at a company and, you know, making it not like you have to be afraid to talk about it, you know, because I think a lot of people, um, and I know this with the uh, Living Donor Protection Act, is that, you know, people are like, well, if I give a kidney, will I be deemed having a pre-existing condition? I know this is right. another topic. Um, right. and, and as a physician, actually, I would like to know um, if an insurance company labels a person who donates a kidney with a pre-existing condition, what is actually the pre-existing condition? <laughs> that's, a, that's my question. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no, it, 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 it's real. I mean, we can go. I'd love to do another topic on this one. Uh, but 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 the, the answer is, is, is that living donors are usually super healthy people who choose to donate a kidney right. to help somebody else. I, I know. And they go back to being a super healthy person who now just has one kidney. They do not. They're not compromised. They do not have a disease label, all that stuff. Right? No, I know. I just think it's funny is because they label it. And I'm like, so <laughs> I've had, I've had H, you know, I could give a list of my pre-existing conditions in a, in a list. What's a living donor's pre-existing condition called? <laughs> exactly. What is it? Because that's the, that's the argument of getting rid of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always believed that's the argument, you know, not trying to get people to change, get them to say, what is the condition? And if it's not validated by the medical field, it's not a condition. It's not um, a condition. It's not a condition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> end of story. <laughs> I love it. That's great. So also, I think um, is when so, they sign up. Okay. So I'm just trying to play this out. So let's say I have a person who's interested. What is the next steps? So very simply, they can go on the uh, Living Donor Circle of Excellence at we a website. There is a direct contact for ASD staff there, but they can also find lots of information. They can download uh, 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 template forms and sort of see what the what they look like. But I would encourage anybody who's interested, we have a staff that monitors that. You can get contact and then talk to a real human and uh, figure out if it's right for your company and how we can get you on board as quickly as possible. So we're really here to help companies sign on. And then do you have a team too? Like, let's say I have a company and I, I just, you know, make the introduction. Right. Um, do you guys take it from there? You know, like, hey, I have a certain company I'd like you to follow up with. I'll give you a point of contact, right. which will be helpful. And then you take it from there. Is that something you can do? We, we, we can do that. It's always great if there's the initial connectivity from somebody who actually has a relationship with the, the, the person. That's a huge thing for us. Um, but yes, if you just say we've got a company and I've told them about this and they're expecting to hear from you, we will reach out to them. Okay, great. Because I mean, I think that's how I could be of help. Like, um, and you know, this should be a no brainer. I mean, how many pharmaceutical and healthcare companies are in this country? Well, there's tons, and and uh, but but I mean, I think I think the you know the 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 other piece that if I if I may just sort of say you know sometimes companies ask us and say, well, you know, my mat leave policy is only sixty percent or sixty five percent. Why would I do this at eighty percent? How am I going to reconcile that you know to my employees or explain that? 
And the issue really is, is, is this is not just about helping your employee who may come forward. This is about you sort of demonstrating your recognition of the tremendous societal value that uh, a living donor provides, right? We all know um, our governments are hurting for money. We all know the huge costs of healthcare. You know, taking somebody off of dialysis after the first year costs uh, and, and treating them with a transplant is 40% cheaper than dialysis, is fully 40 or 50% cheaper than dialysis. And so, you know, helping our healthcare system get back on its feet, um, this is a huge thing. So, you know, people go back, as you know, to being functional uh, people. They work, they pay taxes, they participate in their communities, they raise their families. Uh, if they're women, they can have babies. I mean, this is doing a lot of societal good. And so a company, by putting this policy in place, is not just helping their employee. They're doing much more than that. They're saying, hey, we get it, that this is really an important thing. Um, and if people choose to do it, we should we should make it we should make it easy. And we're supporting them in, in that decision. Well, and, you know, one of the interesting things you brought up earlier was that you launched this during COVID. You know, actually kind of reflecting back, that might have been the one of the best times to launch it. And the reason being is people started to be aware of their kidneys <laughs> because um, <laughs> people were having kidney failure. And, um, you know, because of the result of COVID, it's a blood, you know, it's a blood illness. I'm preaching to the choir, but, you know, we know several people who are on dialysis now as a result of COVID or had to go on dialysis for a, oh, yeah. a, a short time. And, you know, COVID did one thing. I mean, it got us all on Zoom, right? right. And um, secondly, it really helped raise awareness that kidneys are fragile and I think made people a little bit more aware that, you know, it's not just, you know, like, oh, that'll never happen to me, right? Well, sorry, it's going to, if you don't do something. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's a really important point. I mean, I think um, COVID did a lot of things and there, there are some good things that came out of it. And, and the other piece about it, I think, is, is that, you know, as a society, we realized how important and intertwined we are. Right. And I think that COVID stretched our community strength and demonstrated that, you know, people can overcome. But there is real strength in communities and living donation, of course, is 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 the epitome of that. Right. So. Well, and there are, uh, you know, there are barriers to living donation. And I know the biggest one is financial. And um, I think that the American Society of Transplantation bringing this program is just a step in the right direction. You know, who wouldn't want to be this in the circle of excellence? I mean, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to put RSN in, although we've already received kidneys, so we can't give them. Um, but we can <laughs> certainly be part of the program and add as a company. And I'd be happy to pay the salary of somebody in the future who I have as a, as a as an employee, <laughs> um, you know, the 80 percent of pay. I would be ap absolutely happy to do that. But, you know, we're, we're kind of the takers here <laughs> of kidneys. Yeah. Um, uh, being a patient organization uh, who many of us have been tr treated with a kidney transplant and, as you said, are, you know, living the life we were meant to live, right? That's the whole story. <laughs> absolutely. And I think that, you know, this is, this is one small but powerful way for for us to remove a barrier for living donors. I mean, these people are heroes, right? And you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to pay to be, to be a hero, right? I mean, I think that's the, that's the bottom line. And so removing, uh, you know, providing the salary support is a huge thing. And we think, 
I mean, obviously, what we hope for is is that not only we normalize this, but that more this allows more people who who really want to donate a kidney to come forward and and, and help somebody. Well, and then just one follow up question before we wrap: Do you put a list of companies on your website? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, let me just let me just talk about the perks for companies. The first thing is 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 when a company signs on, there's a social media program that's developed with the company to promote it. However, they you know uh, is going to uh, fit best with their company sort of existing social media profile. Um, we also send, you know, there's a certificate that's frameable and, and people love putting that up in their home office and uh, in their head office or what have you. Then on all of our AST uh, website, members of the Circle of Excellence are promoted. That includes all of our in-person events, all of our uh, web-based events as well. And then what we're working on is, is for companies in the United States to actually uh, send notification in, in the form of a newsletter to their members of Congress. So, you know, if you're working in whatever state or, or jurisdiction, um, you know, that your, your member of Congress would know, hey, that's a company in, in, uh, in my neck of the woods that has done something extraordinary for our community. And so there's, there's lots of ways, and we're always open to uh, new ways. We do also hold um, uh, a recognition event uh, in conjunction with our, the American Transplant Congress. And worth mentioning, because you guys are in California, this year, the uh, ATC is in San Diego. Um, I think it's June 3rd through 7th. And at the, uh, we will have an in-person event. And the, the purpose of that event is really twofold. Number one, to celebrate the companies that have come in um, and the existing members that are, that are part of the program, but also to um, invite new companies to join. And so we, you know, we've just gotten back to in-person meetings. We had our last American Transplant Congress in Boston. We had a fabulous event that was, you know, packed with um, all of the employers and, and donors were invited to attend that from the, uh, the Boston area. And we'll do the same thing again this year. So we are planning in-person events. But for example, uh, Lori, for a group like yours, we would love to um, potentially uh, host an event where, uh, you know, we partnered with you and we, had, we invited companies in California to, to find out about it and, and to learn about it and potentially sign up. So this really needs, you know, a grassroots kind of, uh, kind of support. But as you say, it's, it's, it's really a no-brainer. Once we make the connection, this is something that's not that hard for companies to consider. No, it's very, very exciting. And, you know, it's hopeful. One of my quotes that I created in the 90s was that illness is too demanding when you don't have hope. Right. And, and you know, this is a hopeful educational, life-saving program. And um, I think it's absolutely awesome. <laughs> and, uh, well, thank I, you. I mean, it's absolutely awesome. So I guess uh, at this point, you know, if people who are listening, you can go to uh, livingdonorcircle.com and find more information. We'll put a link in the podcast uh, page. And, uh, you know, I think if you go to their website and you look at the companies and, and yours is listed, tell them thank you. Tell them you recognize it. It's important for people to realize the importance of it. And then last but not least, uh, if you have somebody that you think should be part of the Circle of Excellence, don't think somebody else is going to do it. 
it's it's so I don't know if you always run in that Dr. Dr. Gill, but I'm like we got to do this like oh, you know, somebody else will take care of it. No, you need to do it. Well, you know, it's a, it's a great point. We're all so busy and you know, you mentioned Zoom earlier. We're all we're all got our heads down, you know, plotting away at, at our usual thing. This is one of those things and and in my experience it's it's the connectivity, but you also got to catch people at the right time. Like we realize that, you know, uh, we may be approaching you at a time when you've got four other things that are, you know, uh, high priorities, but just keeping it in the back of your mind, um, a living donor circle of excellence, check out the website. We're here to help uh, answer questions and uh, just so grateful for the opportunity to speak with you. And uh, for anybody who's interested, uh, I'm happy to, to, to speak with you directly too. So, you know, this is, uh, this is something that's near and dear to, the the ASTE's uh, leadership's uh, heart, and we're we're on a mission here to change the world here. So we're we're excited about it. Well, I'm excited for you, and count me as in the circle of excellence. Um, and uh, we'll we'll look forward to hearing you know how many more transplants you made uh, possible with your your wonderful program. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. You'll be hearing more about this, and make sure to go check out their website. Thanks so much, Lori. Thanks for listening to Kidney Talk, a program of Renal Support Network. Please make sure to find us on Facebook or sign up for our newsletter at rsnhope.org. Kidney Talk is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment from your physician. Always seek the advice of your own health care provider regarding your medical condition.